stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. There appears to be some unity of the Premier's Conference in New Brunswick, but it's not the kind of unity that I, I think uh, Justin Trudeau certainly or even Rachel Notley was was hoping for. Uh, and it raises a lot of questions about where the whole idea of the federal carbon tax goes from here. If provinces aren't willing to play ball, uh, can Ottawa really get this done? And the federal government, I think, has jurisdiction if it wants to impose a carbon tax to go ahead and do so. And, and again, the provinces that are resisting uh, under the design of this proposed system, they're, they're free to, to do whatever they want with that revenue. If that means uh, refunding it back to taxpayers, lowering other taxes, et cetera, uh, they can and should do so. But I wonder if at some point uh, the federal government's going to have to reverse course, if they're just going to continue to get resistance from the provinces. So that's going to be, I think, an interesting narrative coming out of this meeting. Now, it's not the only thing being discussed, of course. Um, the, the issue around cannabis legalization is going to be talked about, the whole situation with busing and Greyhound pulling out of Western Canada. It's going to be the, on, on the agenda, other issues as well. Uh, but certainly today is about this uh, federal carbon tax. And uh, the Ontario Premier, Doug Ford, took the opportunity today uh, to announce that he was going to join with Saskatchewan in resisting this. I'm pleased to announce that Ontario will join forces with Saskatchewan and use every tool at our disposal to challenge the federal carbon tax. Ontario will support Saskatchewan in intervening in the reference case they've launched with the Court of Appeal. This is an important step in the fight against the federal carbon tax. Our provinces are strongest when we stand together, and this will show unity and will send a clear message to the federal government. Uh, and speaking of Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe, here's what he had to say. This Made in Ottawa carbon tax plan finds our nation now in this position. We have two provinces in compliance. We have two provinces in court. And we have the rest of the country not meeting the federal carbon tax backstop. So it could be an interesting meeting for Rachel Notley. It was quite a, a stark image today, by the way, to see her standing there with all the other premiers. We have had various uh, female premiers in recent years, but at the moment, uh, Rachel Notley is the only one. Uh, she also finds herself uh, alone in a lot of different ways on various issues. And it's interesting that um, there, there are issues with B.C., there are issues with Saskatchewan, but very different kinds of issues. Uh, joining us uh, for more on the uh, Premier's meeting in New Brunswick is Ross Lord, who is with uh, Global Maritimes. Uh, Ross, thanks for joining us here today. Oh, good to be with you. Yeah, it's been an interesting day already because you have the official agenda, which began this morning. But before it even started, uh, Ontario's Doug Ford and uh, Scott Moe from Saskatchewan, as you mentioned, um, had a rather subversive ad hoc bilateral meeting that they invited us to last night, at least for the photo op. And then first thing this morning, before the uh, first official photo op, they came to the microphone and issued those statements. I should note that they didn't see the need to defend or explain their own policies. They didn't take any questions from reporters. But I think the key now is how many of those other premiers who are leaning toward them or on the fence uh, can they cajole or persuade into joining them in their campaign to kill the federal carbon pricing plan? 
Right, and it's certainly, though, this uh, the issue of the environment, environmental policy, and carbon pricing, et cetera. Now, th this was something that was set to be on the agenda, wasn't it? It's not officially on the agenda. Oh, okay. That, that's sure. the thing about it. The, the agenda today officially, uh, you know, as released by the premiers, the, uh, you know, the Federation of the Premiers is, is the name of, of their group. The, the agenda is Canada-U.S. relations and trade, so things like knocking down remaining barriers between provinces and territories. And then the agenda tomorrow is health care, specifically trying to create a national pharmacare program. Those are important things. Uh, they're, they're not as dramatic or, or attention-grabbing as the uh, as the uh, the events with with Mo and Ford last night or this morning. So I think everyone expected it to come up anyway, but it's not an official part of what they're talking about at the table. Well, and I know that uh, certainly Alberta's premier is looking to to press the issue of passenger bus service. And, and uh, certainly for Western Canada, the announcement from Greyhound that they're going to be abandoning Western Canada uh, has become a big issue. It was something that Rachel Notley was looking to bring to the table at this premier's meeting. Uh, so is, is that likely to be a big issue? Well, that's interesting because we've been inquiring about Rachel Notley and and hoping that we'd be able to speak to her about that and and obviously some of these other national issues and uh, we have not seen her um, come out to the microphone yet now that's not overly unusual they just started their meetings um, only a few premiers have we've spoken to Premier Gallant uh, Premier McNeil. Gallant is the host of course so we're going to see more of him obviously Mo and Ford uh, Premier Cuiar is coming to us later um, we don't see the entire group until tomorrow afternoon when they issue their closing news conference and statement and we find out what exactly they accomplished. So there are a lot of questions for, for Rachel Notley, as you know, and um, so we're looking forward to seeing her and having a chance to speak with her. It was interesting because, of course, Premier Gallant, uh, New Brunswick, uh, just recently won this uh, decision that went all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada regarding interprovincial uh, trade barriers and, and alcohol in particular. We had recently Manitoba's Premier uh, call on his fellow Premiers to, to work to remove these limits uh, around interprovincial transportation of alcohol. So uh, is that likely to be a, a bit of a sore point, maybe from New Brunswick's point of view, or the fact that there seem to be differing perspectives on this across the country? Yeah, I don't know how differing they are, at least publicly. Um, Premier Gallant this morning was saying that he thinks there's a willingness to uh, establish a free flow of of uh, things like alcohol between the borders. We covered that case of the New Brunswick man who brought home too many uh, bottles of his favorite beer, <laughs> Coors Light, I think it was, yeah. and, and ended up being fined. And, and you know, th that case, a lot of people piled into it because of of the nature of the case, trade and, and provincial relations, et cetera. And, um, you know, uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada. So uh, Gallant was hinting that he thought they could make some progress on that today. Um, we're actually going to hear from him uh, later today, and that will be one of the things that we'll be looking for to see if they made any tangible progress, or as is often the case in these premiers' meetings, they will establish another working group or a committee or something else that sounds um, progressive and active and may or may not actually be. All right. Well, shaping up to be an interesting meeting. Uh, appreciate making some time for us here, Ross. Thanks for this. Oh, glad to help. Thank Sorry. you.
There you go. That's uh, Ross Lord uh, with Global Mayor Times uh, covering this uh, premier's meeting taking place in New Brunswick. Uh, and I also wonder you know, whether we're going to see more of these kind of side meetings uh, between various premiers. So you had uh, Doug Ford and Scott Moe uh, have their little aside. And then with these, uh, this joint news conference to, to announce the, the formal partnership on opposing the federal carbon tax. Uh, a lot of people wondering whether there might be an opportunity for uh, Rachel Notley and John Horgan to have a conversation. Yeah, pointing to when was that back in, uh, I think, five years ago? when uh, Alison Redford and Christy Clark sort of famously had their, their own little chat over coffee uh, at the premier's meeting. And it's kind of frustrating, isn't it? Five years later, we're still uh, having these issues where Alberta and BC premiers are at odds over pipelines. So uh, the economy, internal trade, external trade on the agenda. I know Rachel Motley uh, and I suspect Scott Moe as well, uh, likely to try to press and Brian Pallister for that matter, uh, this matter of uh, intercity bus transport and a lot of other issues uh, I'm sure the premiers will be discussing. Uh, but the carbon tax issue has kind of leapt out, even as uh, Ross says, was not formally on the agenda. How much uh, provincial opposition do you think that Ottawa is prepared to live with and how much provincial opposition can they overcome? How many premiers are actually on board with what the federal government is doing? It's interesting if you look across the country. Probably Rachel Notley is the, the closest thing to, to an ally that Justin Trudeau has. I mean, obviously, B.C. has a carbon tax, but certainly John Horgan is problematic for Justin Trudeau in other respects. So if they're going to run into a wall, what, what do they do? What might we get instead? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.